Well, hello and welcome to Dad Mode, God, Grit, and Goals. Uh, today I want to talk about the art of sacrifice, aligning your goals with God's plan. I'm going to start with a quick story. Um, literally just happened and inspired me to come to the mic. Um, my wife and I were sitting down to review this past year, and it's been quite a year um, as we get ready to plan for the future. It's always good to reflect on this current year that is just ending. Um, and we certainly had our share of fun um, and planned events, like two ski trips. Uh, we rented a lake house for our kids and our grandkids uh, for a week in the summer. And we just finished up celebrating our youngest daughter's wedding. Um, we also faced some unplanned expenses. We had some foundation problems, um, which caused all kinds of issues. Um, and then we ended up replacing some windows. Um, and this led to the realization that for this next year, we certainly need to be cutting back. Our savings are depleted, and we're feeling the pinch of living month to month. So it's been a sobering moment, um, but it's also pushed us to think about new goals. And so um, this experience got me thinking about the sacrifices we make for our goals especially as Christian fathers. How do we balance our family's needs and joys with financial responsibility? And how do we align our goals with God's plan for us? And so I want to dive into this idea of sacrifice. And probably the best story of sacrifice is the Cain and Abel story. Um, those of you that know that realize that it is a story of two brothers, um, Cain and Abel, and Abel's sacrifice was pleasing to God, and Cain's was not. And ultimately, Cain grew jealous and killed his brother. Um, now, when we think about that, that, that may seem kind of far-fetched, the, the sacrifice to God, but the sacrifice to God is actually the sacrifice to the greatest good. And if you think about that story a little more deeply, you'll begin to realize that Abel um, was not the firstborn son, Cain was. So Cain actually in those times had everything coming to him. Uh, his future was guaranteed. He was going to carry on the family name, uh, and he really didn't have to work for it because it was going to be given to him, granted to him. Abel, on the other hand, uh, had to sacrifice in order to build his own life. And being the younger brother... I think uh, he was obviously making greater sacrifices, and Cain didn't like that. So um, just an interesting story to think about. So we think about sacrifice as giving something up, but it's also about prioritizing and reallocating resources. So that's a really important thing to understand because there's there is a lot that you are already doing. There's a lot that you already um, feel like is the status quo. And there's opportunity to reallocate and regain resources. Um, think about it this way. Small sacrifices over time add up, right? We know this about making a small investment over time. And 
That's how you build up your retirement, as an example. But even in the physical domain, small exercises over time give you greater health. Um, There's also the habits that we have, like, uh, well, it might be uh, things that you're paying for on a monthly basis that you're not really using, like maybe a gym membership. Do you really need a gym membership, or can you just work out at home? Do you need Netflix, Hulu, and Prime, or can you just get by without one of those or another? Uh, do you have to, uh, you know, spend money going out to eat all the time, or can you eat at home? So these are all little sacrifices that you can make. And so these are the things that we're thinking through as our family. What are we spending money on now that maybe we can reallocate and make into a better investment? And that even includes looking at our home, um, which we've been in for almost 24 years. And, um, you know, as our family's on the flip side of this, it might mean that we don't need such a big house anymore. So uh, a lot of ways to think about uh, reallocating and prioritizing resources. So understanding that there is no gain without a sacrifice and that your sacrifices need to be pleasing to God. And that actually means that they fulfill the promise of the greater good. And so figuring out, well, what's the greatest good for me, my wife, and my family. So as a dad, you got to kind of think through that. Um, because as, it's not good enough to just set a goal. It's important to set a goal. If you don't have any goals, then um, I think there's a saying that says, if you, don't, if you don't aim at anything, then anything you do will get you there. Right? If you don't have a goal, then anything will get you there. With a goal, suddenly everything needs to kind of line up. And there are costs of goals. So every goal, whether it's a family vacation or a home repair, it comes with a cost. And there are physical and financial principles that come to bear. One of them is called the conservation of energy. And if you're not familiar with the conference. Con- conservation of energy, the conservation, the law of conservation of energy is a physics. It's a fundamental principle that states that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, only transformed from one form to another. So similarly in life, our resources, which think of them as time, energy, money, can be reallocated or transformed, but not magically increased. So to achieve a goal, we must often redirect these resources from one area to another. You can also think about, uh, from economics, the principle of investment and return. So just like in finance, where you must invest capital to gain returns, in life, investing resources like time and effort is essential for achieving goals. There's a cost to every investment, which often comes in the form of sacrifices made in other areas. Um, 
So these are just some really solid principles to kind of bear in mind that there is always a cost to a goal. Um, and there's a balance to that, right? And so what's really important is that you don't do this alone. You want to do this. You want to think through it on your own. You're going to want to have your spouse think through that on their own. But you're going to want to come together because you want to be on the same page in terms of where are we going and what are we willing to give up in order to get there. So that kind of brings me to my third point, which is sacrifice in action. Um, there's lots of ways as dads that we make sacrifices for our family's well-being. You may be someone who uh, is a big golfer, as an example. Well, to take an entire day out now, that might be something that needs to be sacrificed. Um, I'm just using that as an example. There are um, other sacrifices that you might be making, like you no longer... Uh, maybe have someone doing your lawn. You might be mowing your own lawn, or maybe you've, you're going to cut back in other ways. You're going to cook more at home. Um, you're going to uh, really just be much more disciplined in your spending and savings. So there's... There's always this pull that we could do more or this idea that we're competing against the Joneses, right? And I think one of the things that you might need to sacrifice, this is going to sound a little counterintuitive, but why are we trying to keep up with the Joneses? That might need to be sacrificed, that whole notion. Because we're each running our own race and stress kills. And so why, why put yourself through so much stress? Far better to be healthy and happy uh, and warm and well-fed than stressed out and anxious about trying to reach something that is not in, we say, not in God's timing. Okay, what does that mean? Well, it means not in the best timing. So if you feel like you're trying to force something, that's probably a good indicator of maybe you need to, you need to back off. Just like in exercise, not every day is a personal best. You, you can't maintain a personal best day after day after day after day. Trees don't grow to the sky. Everything has its limits. And so figuring out where that is and be willing to prioritize. As soon as you set a goal, you're going to sacrifice all kinds of other things that you might have set as a goal or that you might have done otherwise. So it's super valuable to have a goal, um, but it's equally valuable that that goal be of high enough order of value that it's the most important thing. So the goal may not be the family vacation. What's the purpose of the family vacation? Well, the purpose of the family vacation is for the family to be together, well-rested, and have fun without all the normal day-to-day -day activities. 
Well, there's other ways to do that. There's very inexpensive ways to do that. And so bear in mind what my goal is. And that actually allows you to reduce the necessary sacrifice in order to make that happen. Um, because money is a tool which leverages things up, but time is also a tool. So we all have the same amount of time in a day. Um, and if you ask yourself, why do I need to take this really expensive trip or why do I need to have the best car or why do I you know, need this thing and really question that, a lot of times it comes from uh, a lack of own self-worth like because it's going to make me feel better about me. And recognize that you're already you're, you're already loved and you are you're good. You may not feel good, but you are good. Um you've been created in God's image. So just a little bit of spiritual perspective on goals. It's a good time to just reflect on how your faith has guided you in setting and adjusting your goals. How is your faith actually doing that? Are you actually praying, you know, Lord, um, I have this on my heart. This is what I want to do. But not my will, but yours be done. So I really want to encourage you to seek spiritual guidance in your goal setting. Um, and allow the Holy Spirit to just talk to you about what it is that you're actually longing for. Longing for better connection with my wife. I'm longing to be respected. I'm longing to have a relationship with my kids. Um, I'm longing to just be able to put work aside. Those are the spiritual things. Think of it this way. The things that lift your spirit. What is it that's going to lift your spirit? And uh, not being able to afford the best vacation, the finest foods, the most awesome vehicle. Um, those are things that are just depressing. They're not, they're not lifting you up. And so why are you setting your mind on those things? You're striving. Okay, there's, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get better and better over time. But there is a problem when you reach too far. And so uh, happiness comes through contentment. And contentment comes through narrowing the gap between what is and what is yet to come. I'm going to say that again. Contentment comes by shrinking the gap between what is and what is yet to come. And so we always think uh, things are going to get better and better. And while we certainly hope that to be true, they can also get worse. And so a lot of gratitude is appreciation for when bad things don't happen. Because I had set all these plans for ski trips and a lake house, 
um, our lake house trip is a once every 10 year trip, right? So it's not something we do every, but it, but it happened and we planned it for 10 years. I saved for 10 years to, to do that and make that happen because that was important. So you want to have those kinds of goals um, and be able to sacrifice small amounts for a long period of time so you can do those things. But bad things do happen. Like your foundation comes apart and your walls start cracking and the floor starts popping up and all kinds of crazy stuff happen. And so appreciate when bad things don't happen. And you want to put yourself on the side of time and on the side of randomness. So let me say this a specific way. Um, there are two champions in life, time and randomness, meaning time has never been beaten. It ticks on by. It has not been stopped. It continues to go. Tick, 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 right? So if you're expecting something to happen in a certain time frame, you are putting yourself on the wrong side of time. So if something has to happen next month, next week, next year, in order for you to accomplish your goals, and it's not happened yet, the chances of that happening next week, next month, or next year are very small. And you putting that deadline on it is actually putting you on the wrong side of time. So if you know that if I save a small amount over time and I continue to do that, now time is working on my side because 10 years from now, that will build up to this nest egg that we can do our family lake house vacation. Well, now time is on your side because you've planned out long enough and you've made the sac small sacrifices over time in order to get you there. So... Um, when I say seek spiritual guidance in your goal setting, what I mean is, yes, pray, do all those things, but seek peace. So I know I'm on the right side of time. And now the other undefeated thing is that random things happen, right? Who, who anticipated COVID? No, that was totally random, right? A lot of random things. I've lived through decades of random things. The, the, uh, subprime mortgage crisis, right? The housing crisis. That was a random event. Well, I had big loans out then. And so suddenly those loans um, made it impossible for people weren't buying houses. I was in real estate. And so I was, I was on the wrong side of that random event, right? Now we are in uh, this kind of uh, what do you want to call it? We're in a uh, re. Uh, we're in high inflation. That's what we're in. We're in a we're in a high inflation, and it's all because of COVID. We were giving money away like crazy, and now we're having to pay the piper for it, right? So inflation is our government's way of taxing the poor, and we all feel it, but the poor feel it worse. So if you have any amount of wealth. Inflation's not bothering you that bad. But if you're poor and you can't afford gas and you can't go to work, it's completely devastating. So um, another 
random event, you want random events to benefit you. This is why we have things like hedge funds. So a hedge fund is what wealthy people use to say, if things go south, I'm hedging my bet, right? So if we're playing craps, it's like I'm betting that we're going to hit the number, but I'm also have this little side bet over here in case we don't hit the number. So that is hedging that randomness will benefit you if something random happens. So those are the two things. You want to make sure time's on your side and you want to make sure randomness is on your side um, as you're setting your goals. And uh, I guess I'll wrap up here with just some practical steps and tips. Um, so you should be operating from some sort of budget. So if you're not operating from a budget, I would recommend you do that. You got to write down all of your monthly expenses and start taking a look at are there some things that we're spending money on that we can pull back from? Take a look at how much you're spending on food, how much you're spending on entertainment, how much you're spending on uh, gas, how much you're spending on clothes, all those various areas. Dive into that and say, is there a way that we can maybe shut some of this down and reallocate that in, in some other way? So, um, budgeting, and then start working on setting some sustainable financial goals. So number one, get out of debt first, right? Debt is, uh, that's a bad thing until you are a sophisticated enough investor where you can use it to your advantage. But if you're using it to live day to day and you can't pay off your credit card every month, that's not a good thing. So you want to use debt as a lever. So I'm not completely against debt, but that's a sophisticated strategy. And if you're just getting started, it's one you don't need to implement. It's like uh, trying to get trying to get tips from a major league baseball player when you're still in T-ball. Like it's not helpful. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to use major league strategies on how to hit a curveball when you're still just trying to hit the ball off a tee, right? So uh, I don't mean to belittle you, but it's like get out of debt. That's super important because that's an advanced strategy. Uh, the other thing is you want to involve the whole family in financial planning and goal setting. So set some goals because half the fun of going on a family vacation is the anticipation of going on the family vacation. So I love surprises and doing things, you know, last minute and spur of the moment. I think that's great. But when I think back, we had a, a year um, of anticipation of renting our lake house and coming together in a, as a family. And, and it was a fantastic time. Um, but it took that whole event and turned it into a year-long thing, not just a one-week thing. And then beyond that, now we have shared memories and experiences. So I'm a big believer in experiential goals. I think, um, you know, you go out to a nice dinner and, you know, what, what did you have for dinner Thursday night? You probably have no idea. 
right? I, I need to think about it. But what was the last great experience you had? Like you can, you can call that up. There's tremendous value in experiences. And so I would encourage you to focus more on experiences um, as an important part of being the spiritual leader in your family. So include the whole family. Um, and I, I would love to hear your strategies and things that you have found useful. So I do want to open this up and, and get some of your thoughts and your ideas on this. Uh, and so in conclusion, I want to wrap up by emphasizing the importance of adaptability and faith in your goal setting. So you want to be really adaptable, like I said. Don't get so focused on the form over the function. So the form is, we're going to Hawaii. The function is, we're going on a trip as a family. We're going to spend some time together. We're going to have a good time. We're going to put the day-to-day aside, and we're going to have a new experience. That's the function. The form is, it's got to be this place, this way, this time. Um, So don't get wrapped up in form. Focus on function. So that's being adaptable. Um, And be willing to adjust, right? And you'll find good deals that way. And also the faith. Goal setting requires a faith. Now, faith without works is dead. Meaning, if you're not making the sacrifices, you can talk a good game, but without the sacrifice, there is no works, and you're not going to hit your goal. So what are you willing to sacrifice? So I just want to give you hope and encouragement. Um, We've had great years, and we've had really struggling years. Um, Ironically, some of our best years were the years that we had to be most creative because we had the least resources. And those are the things that the kids remember. Those are the things that brought us closer together as a family. Um, And so keeping in mind, what is your goal? My goal is to have an amazing family team, a bond that lasts the test of time. I want to be an encourager. Um, One of the goals I wrote down for myself was really inspired by a friend who recently passed away, and it's simply that I want to live my life in such a way as um, I'm constantly working on myself. And I wrote down, he made me want to be a better person. When I think about Christ... That's what he does for me. He makes me want to be a better person. And so my goal as a dad is that my kids see Christ in me, meaning dad always worked on being a better person, and dad always encouraged me in such a way and inspired me and modeled for me how to go about being a better person. It's a It's a tall order, but to me, that's a spiritual goal. That's kind of a lifelong goal. I've not done well with that. It's a recent revelation. Um, It is one that I aspire to be, and it's 
frankly, why I'm doing these podcasts, because it's helping me put myself out there. It's helping me uh, become a better communicator. It's helping me think through what am I doing, and it keeps me out of the ditches, right? I don't know about you, but I can be super lazy, and I can be a partier, um, and I'm trying to figure out where's the middle of the fairway, and how do I, how do I line myself up uh, and hit the ball straight? So, hope that helps. Um, I encourage you to engage in this. Love to hear from you. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, we're on YouTube and all the podcast platforms, Dad Mode, God Grit, and Goals. And uh, share your stories and advice. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Love you.